a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And no, we don't have that music. We don't, <laughs> we don't own the rights to that music. But today, on On the Fly, yes, final score is taking a week off. Corona, you've done it again. <laughs> We're going to do, me and Lynn, my partner in crime again, me and myself and Lynn Bright will do our... We're going to rank the Star Wars movie from least favorite to favorite. And this is hard. Lynn, Lynn we were just talking about this. Yeah. How hard, how hard was this for you? Extremely difficult. Like, I had a bottom one easy. Oh, yes. The other ten. I had an easy bottom one, which I think we're going to have different ones. You think so? And we're doing 11. We're doing the 9 11. Skywalker Sagas plus the two Standalone. stories. So it's going to be 11, right? Yeah. The bottom one was easy for me. And the other 10, it kept getting harder and harder. It was tough. Well, for those of you that, uh, when we say 11. Yeah, I just moved some around five minutes before you called me. I moved <laughs> a lot of them <laughs> For those, you know... We're not even going to rank the Star Wars Holiday Special because, that, you know, that's number one. Uh, anyway, I mean, that's just... Take... I've never seen it. What? I've never seen it. No. Nope. I've seen bits and pieces. Oh, my God. It's on YouTube, right? Yes. If you don't watch okay. that, that's that's your homework to watch that all the way through. They need to come to Disney Plus is what it needs to come to. I don't think that that, that will ever see the day... <laughs> it must be horrible, right? Uh, it's out there, buddy. I mean, it, it's got a lot of things in there that don't, doesn't really make sense as far as... But the first appearance of Boba Fett. Boba Fett, the, and then the the animated part in there was kind of kind of weird. Uh, but why? I mean, I know they were trying to make it into more of a, a holiday special, but you got Jefferson Starship playing... And Art Carney from the Honeymooners is is there. Uh, B. Arthur from the Golden Girls is on it. There's some cool part. I mean, it, look, when this came out, what year was it? I mean, geez, probably eighty one or something. Um, I don't know, eighty seventy eight. Seventy eight. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, it was so cool to see it on regular television because back then you didn't have. You didn't have VHS. You didn't have any way of really watching Star Wars at home. At least I didn't. Uh, so seeing that on the on the, your TV was pretty cool. And I mean, I was like, yeah, I don't know, understand what some of this stuff is talking about. But you know, I, I was I was three at the time, so I I don't I did not watch it. Yeah, and then you go to Chewbacca's planet where Kashyyyk. It was Life Day. Yeah, it was like that. Getting him home for life day. Yeah. I knew all about it. Yeah. I've just never seen it all the way through. Well, and then, of course, the, the Ewok adventure, uh, which was... I've seen those. I have they not watched good. those. They weren't good. But, um, the animated series Clone Wars, oh, seven yeah. years, they were really, they're good. I just finally saw the end of um, season seven. And the last episode takes place the same time as Revenge of the Sith. And it's, it's good. It's good. It's good stuff. Okay, so. Alright. This is. This Number 11. 
Yeah, you, you need to do your number 11 first. Okay, so number 11 was very easy for me. Oh, God. Um, it is the only out of the 11 that I've only seen once in my life. Oh, my gosh. Which one is this one? I, I saw it once in my life in the movie theater, and I've never seen it again. Uh, it, it was... I. Mm. I remember, I don't know if you know what IGN is, IGN rated it a 9.8, and I was so excited to go see it, and I saw it, and I'm like, this is not good. The Last Jedi, I just, really? I didn't like it. I mean, really, a high-speed chase of spaceships, running out of gas, really? Where is this, like, whole tangent, let's go to a casino, and how did you break away, um... How does that, that leader not tell Poe what the plan is? And then maybe he wouldn't have mutant I, I just, I, it's just a mess. A complete mess. Uh, I love the ending with Luke Skywalker and Kylo Ren yeah. fighting. That was awesome. Um, what was the ice? The ice deer was stupid at the end. <laughs> I don't understand it. Um, I, I didn't like it. I only seen it once in my life. The Last Jedi, number eight. He oh. is my number eleven. <laughs> All right, and so, um, but it's one of the highest ranked ones, nine point eight. Yeah, the review scale for me, yeah, you, negative. You know, uh, I don't like it. I'll tell you. Okay, we'll we'll get. Wait, when it gets to you, you can talk about. Yeah, yeah, I'll talk about that. My number eleven was pretty easy for me as well, and this is one of them. That yeah, I've watched it. I watched it at the theater, of course. But then when when it come back on, you know, I, it wasn't like I was like, oh, this is on. I wouldn't stop. This is one of those Star Wars movies. Like, oh, that's the one. You know, I'm gonna watch this. No, and it became to me. Uh, how do I say it? I guess you could call it too political. Uh, it dealt more with politics than telling the story like the, you know, like the... Trade Federation? Uh, yeah, the <laughs> Trade Federation. The Senate, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. And yeah, you know, of course, the, of course what I'm talking about is Phantom Menace. I'm not a big fan of Phantom Menace at all. It's not... It just doesn't feel Star Wars. It didn't feel like a Star Wars movie to me. And I know you got little Anakin there, and it sets up the story of Anakin. You got Obi Wan, but yeah, and that's important to the whole story. But why do I want to hear about this freaking trade federation over and over again? I don't. I really don't. And I mean, I want to see lightsaber battles. I want to see, you know, this is not. I'm not. If I wanted to watch politics, I'd watch a debate, and I really don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, but the whole trade federation and doing all this and doing it. This really, really put a bad taste in my mouth for, for the, you know, that, that second set of trilogies. Um, well, yeah, I'm not a big fan of The Phantom Menace. And, of course, no offense, and, you you know, you may like him, George R. Binks. Um, <laughs> not, not one of my favorite characters, probably my least favorite character in all Star Wars. Uh, by all means, and that's including the rancor and uh, 
the little guy that I don't forget what his name is, the little guy that sat on Jawa's lap the whole time and laughed like <laughs> uh, <laughs> whatever his name was. But you know, this is you know, I just I can't get into the Phantom Mist. Phantom Mist was easy. You know, I mean, this was the one I didn't feel bad about putting where it was because I knew as soon as we started talking about doing this, that would be the last on my list. So number 10 for me um, was the beginning of the bad acting for me. And I feel bad <laughs> saying it because there's a little child actor who said, you tee, and jumped all around. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's Phantom Menace. Uh, so number 10 for me is Phantom Menace. Darth Maul is one of the coolest-looking characters, and he's just not in it enough. He's in it at the end, of course, with a big fight scene and all that, and Spoiler alert, he didn't die when he gets chopped in half. But, you know, um, yeah, Phantom Menace, just, just not... not How do you not me, die when you get chopped in half? Well, you got to watch the Clone Wars animated series. <laughs> but, I mean, um, I mean, I know the Force is strong, but if that's the case... Oh, it's been years since I've seen it. And he ended up going crazy. His brother found him put on some weird mechanical legs. He went crazy. I don't know. Okay. I forgot how he survived. And, I forgot that episode. And I'm like you. You know, when I first watched that, I remember the first time seeing it, when the first time he came on the screen, when he went and uh, attacked Obi-Wan the blade. out in the desert, <laughs> and you saw the double blade lightsaber, I was like, this is pretty cool here. But I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. He was not in it enough. And and why are you going to so-called kill by chopping in half a guy like that in the first movie? Why don't you keep him around for a couple of movies? Because well, they kept Dooku around for two. But let me just say, um, Count Dooku. Jake Lloyd, I agree with Jake that. Lloyd. Count Dooku. Dookie. <laughs> Jake Lloyd ended up winning young Anakin. He beat out Haley Joe Osmond. Is that how you say his name? The kid that was in Six Yeah. How did he beat out that kid? Because it was Star Wars. Was Jingle All the Way. Wait, he was in Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he was in Phantom Menace. And he has been like... Nothing. He's... No, he's like depressed and all this. I feel bad for him now, but he's like having a lot of issues. The fact that people keep picking on him. <laughs> anyway, Phantom Menace, number 10 for me. Okay. Number ten for me, uh, and I, you know, I say this is one that I've seen one time in the theater, and I was like, you know, it's okay, it's okay, but it's nothing. That, and I knew it was just the first of the, not the first of the stand, but the standalone uh, solo. And I thought this could be so much better, but it just went so. Oh, the coolest thing on there was them bringing Kando, Lando Calrissian. Kando, Lando Calrissian in. Uh, that was pretty cool to, to how they brought the character in, but I just couldn't get into the guy playing Han Solo. I mean, I know he was... And it was cool seeing how him and Chewie met, met up, but I just couldn't get into this guy playing... And Ron Howard is, is the director, but I couldn't get into it Alden Ironreich, yeah, and Woody Harrelson's character—you didn't know what this guy was going to do. So, I mean, number ten for me is easy. 
Okay. Solo. So number nine, <laughs> I have seen dozens, if not hundreds of movies in a movie theater. I mean, I count right? Count Yeah. This is the only movie in the entire movie theater. And this is in Westchester County, right outside of New York City, New Rochelle. Myself and my daughter were the only two individuals in the entire theater for this movie. And we saw it on the opening Saturday afternoon. All right? This is a Star Wars movie. Opening Saturday, me and my daughter, the only two in the movie theater. It's so good. And I felt so low watching it. Um, <laughs> I felt so low. It's just insane. So, like, I've seen some random movies at random times and always been at least one or two other idiots in there with me. Yeah. Me and my daughter, only two in there. But um, I liked it more than the critics. Um, it's, yeah, Khaleesi was in it. I love that. I love the surprise of Darth Maul in it. I'm a Woody Harrelson fan. It had a lot of little pieces I liked. But it just, I don't know, it, it didn't, didn't do that much for me, so that's why Solo was number nine for me. But I felt like they were teasing something with, I keep saying Khaleesi, but you know what I mean when I say that, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so with Khaleesi being evil at the end, and yeah. Darth Maul saying, you know, come to me or whatever, this is sad that I don't know her name in Solo, but I know her in Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were trying to set something up. And also, there is a rumor that um, Solo may turn into a, a TV show in Disney Plus. Oh my gosh! Uh, so, so that's coming. But yeah, Ron Howard doesn't always do good movies. He didn't on this one. Um, I rewatched Willow a few weeks ago. Do you remember Willow? Oh yeah, I remember Willow. The Willow. Oh, geez, I remember it then. Willow played a so, so Willow is going to turn into a TV show on Disney Plus. Twenty, you know, twenty years later. So I said, "Hey, I'm going to watch the movie again." That's so, as good as I remembered it. So is it's that guy? Stupid. Is that guy to play Willow? Warren Davis. Yeah, yeah. Warren Davis is going to be in it, and then Laura Dannon, the little baby. I think she's grown up. Is she actually? And um, Val Kilmer is not going to return. Darn it! Well, he's just trying to stay alive. Val Kilmer, I just watched... You ever seen that movie, MacGruber? Based on the Saturday Night Live skit? Yeah. Yeah, Val Kilmer's in that. He was... Yeah. It was kind of painful. Yeah. Anyway. All right, that's my, that's my number nine. Dude, this is going to take forever. <laughs> number nine. <laughs> number nine for me. And no surprise here. I'm going to be kind of predictable. Uh, Attack of the Clones. Uh, just more... More politics, and then you have the whole the whole love story starts to go in between Anakin. Okay, Anakin's grown up, and you know he's Annie. Got, she calls him Annie. Annie, Annie, and he's got eyes for Padme, and you can see where this is going. And they got to keep it a secret and all this stuff. And then Jar Jar's still there. Somehow, this is what kills me here. Somehow, Jar Jar Binks is a Senate representative. Yeah, he's a House representative. Yeah, so, so Amidala so, was a senator in the first one. Now he's like a House representative. So, yeah, yeah that kind of mirrors what we've Binks. got. 
That kind of mirrors what we've got in politics today, too. <laughs> Crazy, goofy-looking things. I mean, anyway, uh, Count Dooku's back, and you see the whole thing. With that. Which, the coolest thing in there was Yoda. Yoda, you know, I mean, of course, in, in, the, in the original three, well, not the original three, but the first three, I'll say that way, Yoda is, a, is, is so cool in there because he doesn't take any crap. He looks younger. He doesn't take any crap, and he kicks butt, too. Um, so, you know, Frank Oz, who you always have to say, Frank Oz does the voice of Yoda. And Samuel L. Jackson. Who would have thought Samuel L. Jackson would be in the Star Wars movie? Playing a Jedi. Playing Mace Windu. Who would have thought that? I, and he, you know, I was proud of him. I didn't ever hear, I never heard him say a cuss word or anything like that. I'm surprised by that. <laughs> but, you know... Hayden Christensen, I will say this, he does a good job, but this, you know, I guess the whole politics thing is still there, still fresh in my mind, and I, I really can't, can't get into Attack of the Clones. I know it sets up for, for the uh, Revenge of the Sith, but not a big fan of Attack of the Clones. Alright, so that was your number nine, right? Yeah. My number eight, again, I'm going to talk about bad acting, and I'm going to have to like, go against what you just said, because Hayden Christensen, I don't think is a good actor. Um, he was in one other movie that I've seen called Jumper. <laughs> Have you ever seen Jumper? No. He could, like, teleport. Uh, that's the only other movie I've seen him in. And he just, I, I don't think he's a very good actor. But I love this, I'm talking, so my number eight is Attack of the Clones. I love the ending, again, where they were, like, in the arena. Yeah. And the Jedi come in and save the day. Yeah. And then when Yoda fights Dooku at the end. Yeah, I'm telling you, he kicks butt. Because earlier in the movie, you know, Obi-Wan was telling Anakin, he's like, look, if you studied as much as you should, you could rival Yoda in lightsaber or whatever. I'm like, what? And then at the end of the movie, we see Yoda go nuts. And at the end, he pulls his cane back and starts walking. It's like he channels all of his energy yep. to fighting Dooku. And once that's over, he, pull, he force pulls his cane back and starts hobbling along again. Like, oh, come on. So, <laughs> you can't pull that off anymore. Weird. Like, except for Last Jedi is my dead last. We're, we're, we're like on the same wavelength with Phantom, Solo, and Clones. Yep. My number eight is Clones. And I think we're going to break after this. Because my number seven is going to, like, kill some people. Probably so my number eight attack of the cone. I, I can almost guess what your number seven is if you're saying that. All right. your eight? All right. My number eight. And I, I went to see this at the theater with my daughter. And we had the tradition. We go to see all the new ones every time one comes out. My daughter, my, my brother was with me at, at the time, too. So this one... I went in with with not big expectations for, but I was surprised a little bit because it was better than I thought it was going to be. Um, and I'm talking about Rogue One. You know, it started off slow, but then you once you got into it and you you actually saw okay, this is how you heard them talking about it. Talking about stuff that was going to be happening in A New Hope. And then at the end, the end was really good to me because you, 
when they had the 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 ship ships coming in and fighting, you had some of the guys that were in a New Hope, uh, Red Leader, Gold Leader. They were they were there. You know, I don't remember what their names were. Of course, Wedge, Wedge is in about every Star Wars movie. Uh, but yeah, at the end was that, and then seeing Darth Vader. Because I, I was watching a documentary on the Star Wars movies, and, and I agreed with the guy. After uh, Darth Vader kind of started off, back I know back when I was a kid, he was scary. You know, people were scared. I was scared of Darth Vader. But it got to be where, you know, Darth Vader became, okay, it's Darth Vader. That's cool. Darth Vader's cool. Darth Vader this. But that last scene where he comes on that ship and is trying to get the plans and he's just destroying the rebel soldiers. I mean, taking taking some with his, you know, his Jedi powers, slinging them up against the wall, hitting them with a lightsaber, trying to get to them. And he just looked like, yeah, that's the kick, kick butt Darth Vader that I remember from the first movie when he... And I mean, you you know you're getting ready to see where he lifts the guy up in in the air and chokes him from a new hope. I mean that that's set, that's the same that. Then you see the ship take off with the plans, and then you see, of course, at the time. Matter of fact, Carrie Fisher had just passed away when we went to see this movie, like a day before. And when we got out of the theater, they announced that. Uh, when I looked at my phone, that her mom had passed away. When we got out of the theater that night, so to see her and at the end of it, and and say hope, like that. Of course, it was CGI. You see that, and it's like, wow, that's that's awesome there. Uh, but the, the ending was great, and near the end, when the action picked up, I liked that part. But it, for me, that's going to be. What are we on number number eight? Yeah, it's your number eight. Yeah, number eight. Number eight for me is Rogue One. Uh, I know the standalones. Standalones haven't impressed me that much, which which I say, like I said, Rogue One was better than I thought it was going to be. All right, number seven. Here we go. All right, fanboys, please get away from sharp objects. Walk away from the cliff. Yeah, I'm going to hang. I play. I'm going to hang and up. Sit down. I'm going to hang up if it's what I think it is. Well, you may be hanging up. Because even as a kid, yep, it is the most boring first 30 to 45 minutes in, like, movie history in this movie. It's just, oh, my God, get to some freaking excitement. And it's just, it's boring. It really, you talk about trade federation and then talking and politics and all this crap. It's just like, as a kid, when I did get it on um, VHS tape, I would fast forward until we see Han Solo. So I'm talking about A New Hope is number seven for me. Because, oh, my gosh. You have lost your mind. That is not what I Don't thought you. at all. You tell me those stupid sand scenes and all in the desert, and I'm like, oh, my God, get to something It sets exciting. everything up. Good That's what I'm Lord. talking about. Even as a kid, I would fast forward oh to all that crap and gosh. get to the good stuff. So, yeah, number seven is A New Hope, which is the original. I know Tamboy's come back. Come, get, 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 there you go. 
You're okay. It's okay. All right, Okay. What is your number seven? <laughs> I am still in shock. You're really? <laughs> when you post this, go wait to number seven. And then... <laughs> Oh my gosh, how do you put New Hope at number seven? Because it's so freaking boring for the first 25 minutes. It doesn't get exciting until Uncle Ben Nambaroo dies, they go see Han Solo, and they get out freaking Tatooine. That's what started everything, dude. Oh my God, that doesn't mean it's good. How did you get... How did you even want to watch Empire after you, if you saw Star Wars was born? Because Star the Wars, the last half was great. And then you know, Empire starts off with a freaking hot battle. Yeah. So they, they know they needed some action and they jump right into it. Star Wars, maybe they should have started with something other you than, can't, you know, let's go. To there the was Empire. a battle at the start of Star Wars. That's when they, oh, they, they shot the two or three ship. lasers. They shot two or three lasers and stopped the ship. You gotta set it up, dude. You can't just have shoot 'em ups. All oh, yeah, you, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. James Bond would always throw you straight into some action. There was action at the start. Darth Vader lifted a guy up, crushes, crushes oh, his throat. Oh my god! No, number seven, New Hope. Oh my gosh! I don't even know if I can go on right now. I don't even. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> I told you it would shock you. Oh, gee. number seven for me. You know, I wanted to go into this thinking, you know, this is going to be great. It, it, you know, and I knew it's going to be the last one. But The Last Jedi, for me, was was not not as great as I it thought. Wasn't it was good. I was, it wasn't I was, good. I was, I was, I liked it, you know, but it's, I can't rank it above. The, the other ones that I've got. Have you seen it more than once? Have I seen it more than once? Yeah, I've only hold seen on, it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did I say, were we on number seven? Yeah, number seven. Oh, my, my bad. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker <laughs> is my number seven. Yeah, I got you. Uh, okay. I, I got the names mixed up. And I was like, what? Are we on number seven? Rise of Skywalker. I, you know, the last one and... Uh, you know, I like the Han Solo cameo or whatever, and I liked how it it turned uh, Kylo Ren. I just didn't see, I just didn't see him pass. You know, him dying. I just thought maybe you'd see, and I, I mean the the happy ending and all this stuff. But uh, just and granted, I loved it. I'm not down in it. The only movie I'm gonna really down in this is Attack of the Clones. Because if last, if the Rise of Skywalker was on again, I would watch it. I would watch it again and again. So I don't want anybody to think I think these, this is a horrible movie. Uh, no, I would watch it so many times whenever it's on. With Phantom Menace, that's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch that. But uh, you know, I guess it was a fitting ending, and then seeing Palpatine come back. Uh, that was a surprise. I didn't see that coming, um, and and then finding out that was his granddaughter. Yeah, that was that was a stretch too. But uh, you know, I I didn't I didn't think they ended it 
as well as they could have. I'll put it that way. It was a good ending, but I don't even think they ended it as good as they could have. I'll just leave it at that. All right, that was your number seven. Seven. All right. So number six. Um, <laughs> I think I gave away my number I, I, six. <laughs> <laughs> so number six, I really like, because it was the first one that was different. But you, it was like, it was also like going to watch Titanic, you know it was going to happen. But you wanted to see how it got there. Yeah. And that that's Rogue One. I, I really, really liked it. Um, it was like a you know, the suicide mission. They're going in there. They're getting the plan. I, I like how the team died. I like how they all, you know, well, uh, gave themselves up for the plans and doing the better good, you know? It just reminded me of of that that uh, that line in New Hope where it talks about how the several. Uh, oh, that was for no, that was Return of the Jedi. Many bosses died. That oh, was Return of the Jedi. Did they talk Second about it in, in New Hope too? No, this is two different Death Stars. So this one here, hold on, they got from your R two D two. I'm gonna have to go back and watch a New Hope. I know you won't because you have to. You're so bored with it, but. <laughs> There was something when, so, when R2... You get a Return of the Jedi. When I, I remember that one, there. when, when the, the Legos... Because died. But there was something in... And maybe wrong. I may be wrong, but I thought in New Hope, when they hook R2 up to the thing, that they talk about it a little bit, too. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I looked it up right here. It's Ron um, Martha mentions it in Return of the Jedi before the Battle of Endor. Okay. Many Bothans died to bring us this information. So, yeah, but I like how they all went out. It wasn't kind of a happy ending, so to speak, but, oh, my God, the ending of Darth Vader, you've already said it. That was like a fanboy moment for me. Oh, yeah. I like seeing him destroy people because he, he kind of was a horrible lightsaber battle against Obi-Wan and then a horrible light. I mean, he just he wasn't too menacing. No. So I like to see that he could just destroy people in those one. I mean, he was doing the fist and crunching people. Like you said, it was so awesome. It was awesome. They turned, like, I walked out of that movie after that and go like, that was so good. They turned, <laughs> They had turned him into a wuss until that That part. Yeah. That, that part happened, I was like, oh, yeah, he's back. Oh, God. That, that made it to me. Man. So Rogue One for me is number six. Six. Okay. Number six for me, if you haven't guessed. Ha, ha, Last Jedi. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I liked it better than than you know the, the Rise of Skywalker and but the me. <laughs> yeah, but I guess that the part with Luke Skywalker at the end was pretty cool. Uh, I didn't really mind the the little snow guys. I didn't see what the what the connection was to it, but you know I, I felt like. Luke Skywalker may have got freaked out when he saw the snow guys. He might have had a flashback to Hoth, but uh, <laughs> there's an ice deer or something silly like yeah, that. I, was, I don't know. But, you know, it was okay. And the Benicio del Toro, mm, not a big fan. Yeah. I didn't. Who's the point of that casino tangent? Where I have no clue. I have no clue what the point. Of that How thing. do spaceships run out of gas? How do they run out of gas? Yes, this is the freaking, like, super technology stuff. 
We're running off something much better than nuclear fuel or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, you don't know how long they had been before they got stupid. got filled up. I mean, they had to have a, uh, they had to have some kind of plot there where, just silly. where they, they couldn't sit I there. Mean, I mean, a spaceship can't sit there. Look at space balls. Remember space balls? <laughs> they got liquid Schwartz. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but but the thing is, in, in this. Like this is true fanboy, like from The Simpsons. Yeah. This is from spaceship. Don't they have like self-sustaining energy at this point? You would think so, but I've never. I mean, this is solar panels. The freaking Millennium Falcon had solar panels. Why couldn't they have solar panels or something? Or just I don't know. That just that was one of the dumbest things in the world: the slow speed chase and running out of gas. You know, Sorry. and the whole uh, thing with Poe. And him going against Leia and all that, I kind of, I didn't really, uh, you know. And I forgot the Leia Mary Poppins moment. Remember that? No, the freaking Leia, yeah, where I come out of the Mary space. Poppins. She gets thrown out and she throws her hand up and gets Mary Poppins and comes back in. Yeah, I, I mean, at, at that <laughs> point, at that point I thought that was how they were going to get rid of her. You know, so how they were going to kill her off, but. Yeah, because she died before that came out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was like, this is it right here. And then she laughed it through the whole movie. So, I was like, okay. Here we go. <laughs> but, yeah. I forgot all about that. I forgot all about the Mary Poppins thing. But, yeah, that was a little ridiculous. That <laughs> was a little ridiculous myself. Yeah. And, uh, who was, who was, Laura Dern playing, you know, I did you know, Yeah, share your plan with your closest lieutenant so they don't, you know, do a mutiny. Exactly. Why share your plan. Exactly. Why in the world would you not say, okay, this and is the plan. And then the plan here. didn't work because they saw you going to the moon and they chased behind you. Oh, my God. Anyway, that right. that whole, anyway, that whole okay. deal there with Laura Dern, I didn't get me fired up again. <laughs> okay. Number five right, for number, you. Number five. There may be some recency bias with me on this, um, but I I enjoyed um, the new crew. I I, I like um, I like Ray. Yeah. I like uh, I like Poe. I like Finn. Um, so I like those people. Um, Rise of Skywalker is number five for me because I think it had some really cool fanboy moments when Han Solo made that five-minute cameo. Yeah. I, like, freaked out, because he's, like, by far my favorite character, and I just remember that I was so giddy excited, and my daughter and I were just so excited. I was like, did you cry? did it for me right here. Oh, no. What, no. But, like, <laughs> I definitely got excited. <laughs> and um, it was, like, it, it's bad how good of a five minutes that was that he was on the screen. Uh, I, I like the redemption story. You know, I want to hold Ben's hand. Uh, that was just kind of cool. Uh, I think he had to die because he got kind of sappy with the love story thing. That was kind of yeah. stupid, so I think he definitely had to die. But this whole stating each other back and forth was a little silly, but I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really good. And the cameo by freaking Han Solo was just, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what the scary part for me in that movie was when we thought Chewbacca had died. Yes. Um, well, my daughter got very upset with that. I, I was upset with that. 
I was upset at that. I was upset, but she was like, she was there. I was like, it's okay, it's okay. Kill, kill Han Solo. That's fine, because I, I, you know, no. in the Force Awakens when he, when I knew something was getting ready to go down, uh, I was like, they better not kill uh, Chewbacca. Kill Han Solo, but don't uh, kill Chewbacca. And I was, I'd have switched those in a heartbeat. But you know, okay, we're on number five. So for me, yeah, I did number five. Number five for me was Rise of Skywalker. Number five, uh, and this is. You're gonna be surprised. The 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 second second trilogy, uh, Revenge of the Sith. This was by far for me the best out of that second trilogy, and because it sets up Darth Vader. You see the turn of Anakin to Darth Vader. You see the battle that you've heard so much about between Obi Wan and Anakin that, and uh, how Anakin gets. You know, and Obi-Wan's trying to help him and telling him not to do it. Don't do it. You can't make it. And then he gets, of course, the rest is history. Everybody knows what happens after that. Uh, Just to see the struggle of Anakin through that whole movie, it just confirms everything you saw or you heard about all over the years. But the struggle that he had between uh, good and bad, between the Force and the dark side, and then to finally just go over, you know, when he killed, I think you know. When he killed the kid, the the kids in the temple, that was pretty, pretty gruesome. There, dark. Yeah, and that's when you know you knew there was no turning back then. Uh, but uh, pretty, I, I could watch that one over and over again. Uh, the ending, especially, it's it's a great battle there. And then, of course, Yoda, you saw how Yoda goes into hiding. You saw how Obi Wan goes into hiding. And you, you really, it really sets up for a new hope, which I know you didn't really care if it set up for new hope or not. But uh, yeah, number five for me is uh, Revenge of the Sith. Alright, so you like setting me up every time. I, I love it. Number four for me is Revenge of the Sith. The opening forty-five minutes of where they're rescuing Palpatine, I thought was awesome. You know, they're on that ship and stuff. Yeah. Fighting through it. Um, Obi-Wan, I think, you know, kills Grievous. And at the end, you have Yoda versus the Emperor. And you have Obi-Wan versus Anakin. Two blue lightsabers going at it. It was just epic. Uh, there were a few stupid things I want to point out. Like, Anakin, I have the high ground. What, what the fuck does that mean? You've been having the high ground all throughout. But all of a sudden, now they have a high ground, it's over. Yeah, that was stupid. Well, it was, and, yeah, um, he was he was telling the truth. <laughs> I, I know that was stupid. They did some flip over. That was that was a dumb ending. But um, oh, you know, he became Darth Vader at the end. He screamed no in the James Earl Jones. I thought that was kind of stupid. Yeah, but uh, I love Revenge of the Sith. I could watch it over and over again too. And it's number four for me. All right, number four. All right. It, for me, was the start of the last trilogy, Force Awakens. Um, you know, I was kind of, like I said, me and my daughter went to see it. I was kind of, like, really nervous because I was like, what if I really don't like these guys in this movie? I know, you know, you're going to, everybody knew that some of the original people were going to be in it eventually, but you wanted to really, really like 
the the people that are on there most of the time the the Rays, the Fins, the the Poe, uh, Kyleian, and I, I was that was not a problem from the after the first fifteen minutes I was hooked and uh, you know set up the story with Ray of course from the start of that you're thinking you know this girl what has she got to do with anything you know it's going to be some kind of connection. And then when you start seeing her have force powers, the first thing I thought, she's Luke Skywalker's daughter. I know it is. That's what it is. She's Luke Skywalker's daughter. And then it popped in my head that uh, I know in some of the books, Leia had twins. And I was thinking, you know, is this Leia and Han's daughter? That, you know, they kept, them, kept her away from everything. But, uh, no, the, the story was good. And then seeing Han and Chewbacca, the the epic, epic moment in that film is seeing Han and Chewbacca back on when they board the Millennium Falcon again, and he says, "Chewie, we're home." That was just the best part of the whole movie for me. And then, you know, of course, the plenty of action. I don't really remember it being uh, a dull moment. Of course, you had the part that I was nervous about with when Han Solo gets killed that was I mean that was kind of depressing for me but I was just glad it wasn't Chewbacca but uh for me number four is Force Awakens number three if you say for Force any Awakens any fanboys it, it no number three for any fanboys who survive past number seven I again need you to move away from sharp objects I know get away from any ledges alright but this is a top three, man. This is this is classic Star Wars territory here that opens up with the awesome battle of Hoth. A boy Han Solo gets to use a lightsaber. I don't care if he was cutting the Tauntaun open. That was so cool to me that he held the lightsaber and cut <laughs> the Tauntaun open. And had the biggest, you know, twist of the movies, you know. Was it Luke, I am your father? Is that being the correct line uh, at the end? Um, Empire Strikes Back to me is number three because it is just, it's awesome. It, it really is. <laughs> uh, now I know you have a chance. So, fanboys, that was number three. I know it's normally everyone's number one, but it, it, it's okay. All uh, right. What is your number three? Number three for me is. Returning to Jedi. Um, starts out kind of. Wait a minute! You only have three left, and they're all the original trilogy. And I told you I was going to get predictable at the end. <laughs> okay, continue. So yeah, how, how is Let me tell you this: I grew up on this, and just like you did, but yeah, that was. Kiss and Star Wars were the only two things back in the day. So it was no way, there was no way I was going to rank any of those that came after them above it. There was no way. Wow. Jedi Jedi was... was so two out of my three. Two out of my three are in the top three. Yeah. So two, of the, two of the originals are in the top three. Jedi, right. I can remember Star Wars being so important that I went to the theater to see Star Wars on a Sunday afternoon after church 
with a fever. Yeah, I was probably spreading, spreading coronavirus. No, yeah, I got a fever for more. The only cure is more Star Wars. <laughs> uh, no, I've been promised all week that I would get, be taken to. So I was what nine years old. This is nineteen seventy-seven. No, Jedi? Jedi was 83. I'm sorry. You're doing Jedi. Yeah. Uh, it's not Jedi New Hope. I know you wouldn't remember that. But anyway, no. uh, I was nine years old, and I remember, you know, like I, they told me all week, after church, we'll go, we'll take you to the theater. On Saturday, I got sick. I started feeling bad, and I was like, I'm not even going to tell them. You know, if it had been school, I would have said, yeah, I'm <laughs> sick. I can't go to school. This is Star Wars. But I've got to find out what's going on with, Han Solo, you know, are they going to rescue him or what? Uh, of course, I got I bought every magazine that could, that came out. My no time. internet back then, kid. No internet. <laughs> yeah, no internet, so you had to find out, and they wouldn't give it away to you by any means. But you know, and then they, you you see these little teddy bears fighting stormtroopers, right? How they and, and I mean, it was kind of cool how they used simple stuff to to beat the stormtroopers and stuff like that you know like sticks and uh, and uh swinging on ropes and stuff like that and, and and stones but at the end when you finally get to see Darth Vader you, of course you're wondering after after empire is it really true and then you find out it really is true and then the, they throw another thing at you that Luke and Leia or brother and sister. So, how does Luke not have an awkward moment? Because does he not remember the kiss in Empire Strikes Back where she laid one on him? Two kisses. Yeah. Star Wars two before they swung. But the one, the one in Empire was a little bit more, you know, okay. Big boy. He was like, yeah, leaning back in the yeah, bed. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The, the other one was for luck. This one was just to yeah. be kissing him. So. Didn't he have an awkward moment there where he said, "Oh my God!" I mean, ah, I, I, I kissed my sister. So, and he, and of course, he had feelings for her, you know, because he was talking about it. But yeah, to yep. to to get that, and then, oh man, the the scene, the the, the battle at the end, uh, how it went back and forth so much, and then you didn't really know. But then seeing Darth Vader with his mask off. Uh, Sebastian Shaw, who play who who was the guy that was playing Darth Vader when they took the mask off, you know, it's kind of like, oh my gosh, this is the guy, really? But we know it wasn't yeah. really him at, the whole time. But uh, yeah, Luke and and the part where Luke gets his the glove, the black glove comes on his hand. It's almost like he's becoming Darth Vader. Yeah, that's that's kind of. You you wondering if he was going to turn to the dark side because he was so mad when he ends up beating Vader down, but then he he you know he takes a stand. He won't kill Vader. He stands up to the Emperor, and the Emperor ends up trying to take him out until Vader takes up for him, and then the rest you know is his history. But uh, the ending of that was kind of funny. Uh, and what kills me now, if I'm Sebastian Shaw, I'm kind of ticked off because I'm in that movie. All these years, when at the end when they're celebrating, you see Obi Wan and Yoda as ghosts, and then uh, here comes Anakin, Sebastian Shaw with Anakin, and all the until the re-releases where they had Hayden Christensen. That I think that's just blasphemy. There, I, I'm sorry, and people may disagree with me on that, but yeah, 
But I agree with you. Number three for me is, is Return of the Jedi. All right. We're definitely in the short rows now. So, um, number two for me, of course, has been born Han Solo in it. And it was the big um, return to the screen. So, for me, number two is The Force Awakens. It was like getting the game back together. He was Luke was in it for the last, what, five seconds? Yeah. So we had Han Solo, we had Chewie, we had Leia. It, it was just, oh my God, it was it was just so good to me. Maybe again, recency bias, uh, maybe because I'm a huge Han Solo fan, <laughs> not sure, but loved the movie. I thought Kylo Ren was, was a great bad character. But yeah, when he shouted to Ben, and he was about to walk on that catwalk, I was like screaming, don't go out there. And then we had that moment about, you know, Ben kind of really talks about, I know what I have to do if I don't have the strength. They played that up again in Rise of Skywalker. And he also said, you know, I don't have the strength. In Rise of Skywalker, he went about throwing away the fist and throwing away his lightsaber, the red lightsaber. Unfortunately, in Force Awakens, he knew he had to kill his dad. He didn't know if he had the strength to do it. So Han Solo's like, I'm going to help you do this to make you better. So I think he even knew he was going to, like, die. But he wanted to help his son so much that he helped him, you know, ignite the lightsaber. It was just, ah, it was horrible. But great movie. Great movie. Okay. Force Awakens, number two. Force Awakens, number two. All right, number yeah, two for me. Good. And you're going to be kind of probably surprised, or maybe not really surprised. It's going to be a new hope. Where everything started. New hope. Yep. I can remember. This is one of my first, you know how you have those memories. Of course, when you're like two or three, you don't remember a whole lot of stuff that went on. Very, very vague memories. But I do remember, as a kid, going to see Star Wars the first time I went at the Runner Rapids Theater. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the cinema and this was like one That's of the I saw the originals what a crap is the this I was one of the, the first first movies I ever went to um, but cause I remember it because in front of me in line was the preacher at my church was actually in front of me him and his sister were in front of me and I, I told him about that not too long ago I can remember you being there waiting in line it was dark and I was like what did, I don't know what made me want to go see it? Because I'm like four years old. So, and my mama and Everyone dad, else was seeing it, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess it was just the talk, and they wanted us to go see it. And it ended up costing them a lot of money. Because between merchandise, uh, yeah. Popcorn, drink. No, you know, yeah. and then you go on, of course, they merchandise it so well with the action, with the action figures. I still have my Darth Vader action figure... Uh, holder, the big helmet that you put your action figures in. Yeah, still have that. Oh, yeah. Is it pop open? Yeah. Like it, it opened up. up. It showed his shoulder. Yeah, I had one of those too. You had the, you could, where you could put the stickers on there and uh, which, yep. who was who. And, but yep. man, like you I didn't mean, know who they were, but yeah, I love that. It was never a doubt in my mind from, from the first, first part of that movie uh, that this was so awesome. And I remember, before VHS, they had these things called video disc, and it looked like a giant CD that you could put in a thing, and, and 
one of the like first. A laser disc? Yeah, kind of like a laser disc, but not not a laser disc. Uh, but one of the first ones there was a movie place over in Muffinsboro. I forgot what the name of it was, but you could buy them there and rent them there. The first one I bought after we got a video disc player for Christmas was Star Wars, and I was like, I watched that thing so many times. And this is before VHS. Dude, if you still have that, that's worth a lot of money. I know, I know, I don't have it. I don't know where it went. Video disc before VHS. Yeah, RCA had a video disc player. Is it VHD? Mm. RC. Oh, I found it right here. The RCA video disc. Yeah. Oh my God! I'm. You never saw one of those? No. I'm, I'm much younger than you, man. I know. You're two years. Two years. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> it's a. Oh, shoot. It ain't worth nothing, man. It's worth right. like 26 bucks. Good. Does that make yeah. you feel better? Yeah, that does make me feel better. But it looks cool, though. Yeah, but I mean, all you did was you put this. It had like a big holder, and you would slide it in, and the holder, when you. It would take the actual big CD out of it and it would spit it back out and then you would sit there and watch. You could fast forward just like a VHS player before it's time. But yeah, I've wore that thing out and uh, oh my gosh, it was just like heaven being able to watch it again. I saw it like, I think I saw it in the theater like three times. Um, of course went back when they did the re-releases but man, it sets the story up. You fell in love with these guys from the start. Uh, I had, I had the record that told the story. I had the the book. I had everything Star Wars. That I, I mean, I remember just I went Star Wars crazy. I had the Death Star. I had uh, it. Christmas was like. Do you still have them though? I have some of it. Yeah, I still have some of it. I wish I had. Oh, I all, all of it at my parents' house. I wish I had all of it because, like, I we had we had the snow speeders. We had. Um, Tom Tons, we had all the action figures. Gosh, the the Death Star even had the little trash compactor. You had little foam stuff in there. That, that was pretty cool. But yeah, man, I, I went crazy over Star Wars after this, and uh, I couldn't wait for the next one to come out. It, it just wasn't quick enough. But the ending, when Han Solo comes back and helps him, and Luke ends up blowing up the uh, Death Star of oh, great, and you just like, where did these guys come up with this idea for this? Where did George Lucas come up with this? <laughs> this is a great story, uh, but that started everything for me, and I, I could have really put it at number one, but couldn't, you know. But then again, I couldn't. So let's hear your, I hear you hear your number one. Well, you should know that number one is for me. It's it, one of the originals. Um. When I was a kid, I loved them too. Had all the all the crap again. It should have also been my parents' house. And I kept thinking the movies kept getting better and better. Like Star Wars is great, Empire's better, and the Turn of the Jedi was the best. I don't know why, but I always thought the newer was better. And Return of the Jedi, yeah, I didn't know what happened to um, Han Solo. Um, it, it was just. The ending of the movie where the emperor put father versus son and they had this orchestra thing called Duel of Fate 
So the monks are like doing, I'm not going to sing for you, but the monks are like doing their whatever, yeah. like fighting, green. Dude, that just seems like chill down my spine every time I see that. And Luke is waiting. He's, you may not turn, but maybe your sister will or yeah, something yeah. like that. It just yeah. sets him off. And then he just goes nuts. He's up chopping his hand off. He looks down at his hand. Oh, man, it's just, it, it's just so good. I, I love it. Good, well, great movie. Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie. And I'm sure you know this, but you know Harrison Ford almost didn't come back for Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah, he wanted to be killed off. He wanted them to kill him off. He wanted to be dead. Loser. Why Loser. would you do that? I mean, I know you got Indiana Jones. You're, you're making buku money to play this cool guy. I mean, you're making buku money probably off endorsement deals and, and royalties. Why would you want to kill yourself off for of that? You're making buku money. Indiana Jones, too. Indiana Jones and stuff. I don't know, man. That's how some people are. Like, they'll just movie the TV show for five years. Oh, I don't want to be typecast. I don't want to be typecast. Oh, whatever. Free, I'm sorry, but after after the first two, you were typecast, dude. I mean, yeah. you can well, say Indiana Jones. You can say Indiana Jones all you want to, but you know daggum well whenever they mention the word Han Solo is is who Amen. they think of. Uh, so don't. Amen. He he's he might as well. Hey, Kurt Russell it. almost got the part. Who? Kurt Russell almost Kurt got Kurt Russell it. would have been a Kurt wuss Russell. in that. Um, yeah. No yeah. offense, Kurt yeah. Russell, but yeah. And Tom Selleck was almost Indiana Jones, but whatever. Oof. And you know he went on. He, it's fine. He could have two great movie series. He had. There's no way. I mean, he he's, he was just an idiot to even think that. Maybe he needs to learn. Stop worrying about how how to kill yourself off in uh, Indiana Jones or Star Wars. Start learning how to fly a freaking plane. <laughs> he crashed another one, didn't he? Yes. What is he doing? Is he trying to kill himself or something? Dude, he's almost 80. He's old. Is he almost he's 80, old. really? Yeah. I'll look it up real quick. I remember seeing him. Ford is 77 years old. I remember seeing him in... Uh, American Graffiti. American you ever graffiti? seen that? Yeah. That was another George Lucas. Far from something like that. I forgot what his name was. He was supposed to be he the bag. He was 78 in July. That's insane. So Peter Mayhew, Peter Mayhew, of course, has passed away. He was Chewbacca. Carrie Fish was passed Alec away. Alec Guinness passed away a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, Alec Guinness was, was, he was up there when Star uh, when A New Hope David Prowse. Is he still living? David Prowse. I think he died recently. Um, you know what? He's still alive. Yeah. Have you ever watched? The, have you ever watched the scenes? Kenny Baker passed away. Kenny, Kenny Baker. Baker I know Anthony Daniels is still living. Um, have you ever seen the scenes where David Prowse is doing? Of course, he was the guy inside the Star Wars. Doing the boy. The Darth yeah. Vader suit. He's British. <laughs> and listening to him. When he's got the guy up in the air. Yeah, it's horrible. Oh, my gosh. If they'd have left that in it, thank God for James Earl Jones. I'm sorry, David Prowse. I loved the way you walked around. I loved the way that you carried yourself in that suit. But if they'd have left your voice in there, I would not have been scared. That's like Rick Moran. That would have been just as bad Rick Moran as in Spaceballs. Dark Hill. Yeah. All right. 
Spaceballs was so good. It was good. I can't believe they didn't make a second one. Um, Number one for me, of course, is Empire. I mean, from the start, Luke gets beat up by a a white bear. (laughs) And uh, about to become lunch, and he gets away. You know, here's my thing. (laughs) He starts seeing... No, he started seeing Ben after he escaped. I was going to say, he started seeing Ben while he's up there and that, that getting ready to be food for something, but he, it was after he escaped. The Wampa was after him. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, Han Solo, one of my favorite lines is uh, when he's talking about going to look for him and uh, the guy says, you're a tauntaun or freeze before you've reached the first sector. Uh, then I'll see, see you, you in hell. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah that, was, that was so cool there. But, you know, to see Yoda for the first so time, and you're like, what the heck yep. is this thing? And he's joking around. He's acting all doofy like you don't really know what's going on. He's acting kind of Jar Jar Binkish, but then you find out, okay, this is the guy's real deal here. This is the one he's looking for. Uh, then to find out, of course, I can remember, I think I went to see it like two or three times, but the first time I went to see it in Run Rapids Theater, when they're having the big battle between Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker on Hoth, uh, not Hoth, but Cloud City, and Darth Vader drops out of somewhere, comes out of nowhere, I had about a half a bucket of popcorn, and it went straight up in the air. <laughs> uh, the, that battle was great. I mean, and then the whole thing with Han Solo getting frozen, and then the whole with him and Princess Leia, what was going on, and then of course. The big thing was like Darth Vader saying, Luke, I am your father. And I'm like, what? What the heck did they just do? I mean, that just made you right yeah. there. Uh, you know, it was so brilliant for them to do that because then you're wondering, okay, we got to see what happens next. They did that so well, through, especially with the, the original three. They did it so well that, I, I mean, nothing will compare to to the 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 original three, I'll say the original three, and that's what I'll call it. But New Hope, Empire, Jedi, nothing for me will compare to those three. I just, and I guess I'm a little biased because that's what I grew up on, and I've seen it time and time again. But uh, you know, man, it doesn't get any better than Star Wars. Good stuff, man. Great stuff. So. Good Did you just text me your list? Yeah, because you might want to post it somewhere. I will, I'll post it. With it. I was just looking and I was like, what the heck did he just text me? Yeah, that's my list. But actually, don't post it because you want people to miss it. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to post it. I want it. you to have the list just yeah. in case. Well, they won't but know. You need to feel like, like wait until you hear what's number seven. I feel like I'm on a Bill and Ted movie right now because this is going to be like. Oh, my God, they're making a part three. Yeah, Ted's Excellent Adventure Part Three. I'm so pumped for for the Part Three. Number two, I didn't like them that much. What? Death is in that. Death is so. This side right. Death I like cool. Part One. Much the Grim better. Reaper is so cool with that though. But oh, part my. One's better. Oh, the first one's better. One's yeah, better. but yeah, the second one's got Kiss in it. So really? Oh my god! The song at the end. God gave rock and roll to you. 
that's Kiss playing that song. Oh. It's not Bill and Ted playing it. Yeah, but yeah, we went from Star Wars to Bill and Ted. It says coming out August twenty first, twenty twenty, pending coronavirus. Yeah, I've been following it for the last. Bill looks old as crap. Ted Keanu Reeves, yeah, has Fountain of Youth, but mm-hmm. Bill looks horrible. Yeah, but Ted Theodore Logan, <laughs> Wild Stallions. Yeah, I, I, I watched uh, Excellent Adventure not too long ago, but yeah, I've been following along on. Alex Winter, who is uh, Bill, right? Bill, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I've been following his social media sites when they started talking about it, and all of a sudden you look up and here it comes. They're, they're, they filmed it, and looks like it's going to be a pretty good story. I think it involves Bill and Ted's kids just as much as the Bill and Ted. Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I mean, if Corona will go away, I definitely... We'll go see that at the theater. No, God, I hope so, because next week we need to start talking about are there going to be sports and what's going to happen. Yeah, and, uh, of course, I think there's a lot of talk about Major League Baseball. I was talking about, what, July is when they'll start. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a weird time for sports with the schedule. going to be, of course, the the uh, the NBA, don't know if they're going to, even finish the season, but the NFL came out with their schedule, and everything is as as planned so far. But you know, we got a long ways to go before we get to that. But uh, yeah, and then we'll talk last dance next week too. Yeah, uh, you end up, I hate to see it end. I mean, it was so good, yeah, especially the other night. Yep. That, was, that was pretty good. Yeah, the favorite for next time. To hear he made up stories to get himself pumped up, like the the kid, uh, <laughs> Parker. Yeah, the kid right. from the Wizards. From the, well, it was actually the Bullets at the time. That um, talking about, he said, "Nice game, Mike." And then, yeah, that was not true. And then, of course, you heard George Carl. I don't know if you saw uh, Scott Van. Pelt. I saw it. Yeah, I saw him. And yeah. George Carl said that never happened. He was just he's trying to use that as motivation again. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. It, it, they've been great. I did. I did. Was surprised to see Jordan get kind of choked up one time. Did you see that? Talking about his dad. No, talking about if you don't like the way I play, or if you don't like the way. Oh, I then he said I need a break. Yeah, yeah so I need a break. break. He said break. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. wow. Go on, Jordan. But, uh... Yep. Yeah, it's, it's been pretty cool. It's a good documentary. It's yeah. so good. There will, never be, there will never be another like him. And LeBron can try all he wants if LeBron doesn't even match, come close to me. Mm. And that's all I got to say about that, Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, so, so next week we'll get back into sports. Next week we'll talk, talk about sports and what we think is going to happen. We'll talk about... The last dance coming to an end, because um, we got a little bit. We got we'll have four episodes to catch up on the last dance when we come up. We have to do the two that happened this past Sunday night and the ones the last two that come up this Sunday night. But yeah, that's sounds like a plan for next week. Uh, we're gonna try to get more and more into the uh, sports thing as we go, but it's just not a whole lot to talk about with with sports right now. Yep. Um, 
I mean, I'm sitting here right now, and I think there's they're replaying a World Series game between the Yankees and the Diamondbacks right now on ESPN. Oh, shoot. Fox Sports. I don't know if you get that. Yeah, Fox Sports is actually, I think, replaying WrestleMania 3 in its entirety <laughs> tonight. I want to say... What Dude, is, I was... I've seen it, though. I saw it, like, last year. They talked about it. But I was watching... I flipped through channels yesterday, and I saw wrestling without fans. Ooh. It is. It's terrible, bud. I don't know how people watch that. Yeah, WrestleMania three is on right now. Roddy Piper just beat adorable Adrian Adonis in what was supposed to be Piper's yeah. retirement match. And he wrestled for, like, 20 more years after, after that. But, yeah, without the fans, it was just... Mm. Now, it I wasn't did, good. And I know a lot of wrestling fans will, will probably have seen it before. I did see something last night uh, that I hadn't seen before. A woman wrestling champion that had held the belt for almost a year, maybe over a year, had to give up her belt last night because she's Why? pregnant. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I thought that was pretty, you know. And, I mean, I understand these, these girls probably want to start families and all that stuff. I don't think this was planned, though. Uh, I mean. Oh, well, it happens. Because she was, <laughs> she said she was, she was between sadness and joy. She said she didn't know what to feel. I mean, you're having a kid. You can get a belt any other time. Yeah, I know you've worked hard yeah. for it, but uh, you don't get too many chances to, to have a kid. So That's true. Uh, that is working, true. We're working on some more interviews. Uh, I've actually been surprised that they haven't, it hasn't been bad with that. People have been pretty willing to do the interviews with me here lately. Uh, got to talk to a former Redskin and Notre Dame fighting Irish player the other night. Reggie Brooks, that will be up shortly on uh, the podcast. And we got over a thousand listeners. We're at a thousand and six right now. So, kind of, that was one of my first goals was to get a thousand. Now we we got to get, I guess we'll get to fifteen hundred next. But on the fly, we're we're not at a thousand yet. We need, you know, I want to get to five hundred. We're at like four hundred and forty-six. So we need to get to 500 on that, but we'll get there. Anyway, as always, I and believe me, I should have hung up the phone after you. What you after New Hope was what number? Number seven. Number seven. Number seven. Heck, people, are, I, if you if you message me, I'll give you Lynn's phone number. And you can talk trash. To <laughs> no, I would never hey, do that. that. Controversial. Would never do that. that but, controversial. Uh, if if you. Disagree with our list? Let us know. If you agree with it, let us know. If you want to put a put your own list up on uh, on the, our Facebook page, by all means, do it. We love to see people do that. Uh, anytime you get involved, go for it. We we'd love to hear your your comments and your criticism or your praise, whatever. I'll take either one of them. But 
Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think about the final score and on the fly. And that'll do it for this week, Lynn. Hope you have a good week. You're still in Wilson. Still, still. Yep. I'll probably be here for a while. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a while. I wouldn't go to New York anytime soon. No. That place is crazy. It'll be a while. There's some crazy people It'll up in that place. While. Anyway. Yep. Any last words? Hey, you know what? Yep. We need what? to talk about if you want to go. We haven't. We didn't do this the last time. Let's say you want to go to yeah. uh, to Disney, to the Star Wars. Plan your trips now, right? Yeah, plan your trips now. The Star Wars. I know they're putting a new section. Of, have they already done that? Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, Galaxy's Edge is there. There's two good rides. There's Smuggler's Run. You're in the Millennium Falcon. And then there's Rise of the Resistance, where you're escaping like a um, not a Death Star, but a Star Destroyer. Okay. And Kylo Ren's after you. So there's two really good lines there for that. So, but if you want to do anything like that or anything else, truthnorthvacations.com. Go there. They'll help you out with any of your vacation needs. Because after this COVID stuff, trust me, we all need a vacation. Everybody needs one. I'm, I'm on the verge of my vacation for the third time this year so far. Uh, I don't know. Well, if I hope I, you get it this time. Uh, two more weeks, maybe I'll have a vacation, but uh, not getting my hopes up right now. So we'll see. Anyway, that's going to do it for tonight on the fly. And we'll see you next week on the final score. Thank you, Lynn. As always, have yep. a great week, guys. We'll see you. We'll see you next week.